Welcome to the Family Money Adventure Show. It's the money and travel podcast, helping you make money moves that feel right for your family. I'm your host, Kevin Payne, and I'm glad you're here. Today, we are talking about one of my favorite things. We are talking all about Disney, but we are not talking all things Disney. No, we are talking specifically about how you can plan a trip to Walt Disney World without your kids. That's right. Did you know that you could actually visit Disney World without packing up your kiddos, your stroller, your pack and play, sippy cups, and everything else that you normally would when you take a Disney family vacation. Now for us, we have four teenagers, so we are long past the days of pack and plays, but it is still a chore to try to create the perfect Disney vacation for our family of six. But we're going to try to plan a trip without kids. We recently celebrated our 20th anniversary and decided to plan a short trip to Orlando or more specifically, Lake Buena Vista, to celebrate. Uh, Originally, we hadn't planned on going to Disney. We had planned an all-exclusive getaway to Mexico, but we ended up changing our plans, and like we always do, we changed them several times until we finally landed on Walt Disney World. Now, we've been there several times. We're very familiar with Disney and all that it offers, but the last time that we had gone without kids was actually before we were married when we went with my family. So we wanted to revisit that Disney magic without kids. Now, if you've ever been to Disney World, you know that planning a Disney trip is a lot of work, whether it's a family trip, a romantic trip, or even a solo trip. And yes, I have done that. And yes, it is awesome. Now, it's not something that you necessarily want to plan the day before, although I guess technically you probably could. There's a lot of advanced planning to consider to maximize your trip That includes transportation, accommodations, park tickets, your itinerary, dining, and even plans that go beyond the Disney ecosphere if you choose. I want to get real with you before we get into some of the tips that we have for planning this trip. And we're going to talk some real talk about Disney magic. This is your once-in-a-lifetime big Disney experience. You're celebrating. You want to have the best possible trip. And guess what? You are not alone. Hundreds or even thousands of people are doing exactly the same thing right now and planning a trip at the same time that you will be there. And this is their special trip too. Back in the early 2000s, we went on a family vacation with my parents and siblings and we visited Walt Disney World during something that was called the year of a million dreams. It was basically this huge celebration for the year where every day they would surprise guests with unique experiences, big and small. One day we were walking through Magic Kingdom and a Disney cast member approached my dad and gave him this huge ice cream sundae. It was like as big as my head. It was awesome. That was just one of the experiences that happened then. And ever since that time, Whenever we visit, we're hoping that something magical happens to us. But the reality is that these days, especially post-pandemic, those kinds of experiences are extremely rare if they happen at all. That's not to say that there isn't any Disney magic anymore, but 
if you go in expecting that to happen, you're going to possibly be disappointed. What you don't want to do is to plan this whole trip, a unique experience with your spouse or significant other, and go into it expecting to be treated like Disney royalty just because you are there and because it's your anniversary or birthday or whatever you are celebrating. The reality is that right now, the parks are running at near capacity almost all the time. There really are no downtimes any longer. They are always busy. One of the cool things that Disney does is that they offer these complimentary Disney buttons to commemorate whatever you are celebrating. So for us, when we arrived at our hotel, they actually had them waiting at the front desk for us. We had ones that were specific for our 20th anniversary, but it was also right around my birthday when we went. So I got one of those as well. It's very cool. You can get those made up ahead of time, or even you can get them in the parks when you go and visit. And they are a cool way to celebrate. And also, if you wear them in the park, you'll have cast members and even park guests all day long wishing you happy birthday or happy anniversary or whatever the occasion. It's pretty cool. But beyond that, Walt Disney World and its cast members just don't have the ability to throw perks and comps around the way they used to. You're not visiting Vegas. This is Walt Disney World. Now, you can always ask for special perks, or you can even let Disney know in advance that you're celebrating something special. Like, if you're staying on property, you can let one of the Disney Hotel staff know why you're visiting when you're making your reservation online. I believe that there was a place to put that, or you can leave it somewhere in the notes on the reservation that you are there for your anniversary or whatever. And who knows, something special might happen to you. But if you plan a trip to Walt Disney World and expect these crazy things to expect more during your trip places unfair expectations on Walt Disney World, honestly. Now let's get into some of the tips that we have for you guys as you're planning a trip to Walt Disney World without kids. Our first tip is to stay on property. Now, here's the reality. We don't normally stay at a Disney hotel when we plan a Disney vacation. Part of the reason for that is that we're a family of six. We don't fit into a standard hotel room. The last time that we stayed on property was before we adopted our girls. We stayed at the All-Star Movies Value Resort, and we had a great time. But eventually, we needed more space, and we also like to save money on accommodations. And the Disney resorts, they can be pricey, even at the value resort level. You get a lot for them, but there is a cost to it. So we like to save money on accommodations. So generally, what we end up doing is renting a house close by, either through Airbnb or Verbo or something like that. But without kids, we decide to stay on property. And I can tell you this, that it is worth the cost. Here's why. First, you've planned a Disney trip without kids. So if you are planning an anniversary or a birthday trip or whatever it is to Disney and you're not bringing kids, then you must like Disney. And if you like Disney, why not taste that Disney magic even more by staying at a Disney resort? On our anniversary trip, we stayed at Disney's Coronado Springs Resort, which we absolutely loved. We weren't spending a ton of time in a room, so we didn't opt to stay at one of their deluxe resorts, but we wanted something a little nicer. And so we stayed at one of their moderate resorts. They have all kinds of resorts available at different price points from value resorts to moderate to deluxe and everything in between. So that is a great reason 
to stay on property. Also, you can stay on property. You get into the park earlier than guests who stay off property. I believe right now it is you get in 30 minutes earlier, but that means a lot in Disney time. Also, there are times when guests at Disney resorts get to stay longer in the park at night. So that extends the time that you can be riding on attractions and doing all those things that you love just for staying at a Disney hotel. Another reason to stay at a Disney resort is the convenience factor. They are closer to the parks than other resorts. You get access to free transportation, and it makes it easier to return to your room midday if you want to go back for a nap or some other reason. Another perk to throw in here that they just announced recently, they were going to no longer charge parking for self-parking at Disney resorts. So that's a way to save some money now is to stay at Disney resort and you no longer have to pay for parking. And lastly, staying at a Disney resort gives you early access to dining reservations. If you've ever tried to book dining reservations at Disney, it's this crazy system where you can plan them so many days in advance. Well, if you are staying on property, you get early access to that dining reservation system and can book those dining reservations, whether it's a character dining thing, or you want to go over to Disney Springs or one of the restaurants in the parks, you can do that before all the other guests who aren't staying at a Disney resort. Another tip is to buy Genie Plus passes. If you're not familiar with it, Genie Plus replaced Disney's FastPass system. It allows you to skip the standby lines and utilize shorter lightning lanes for most attractions. I have to tell you, it's a huge time saver. It also gives you better odds of getting on attractions that you really want to enjoy during your trip. Now, there are two possible costs that you could face with Genie Plus. Now, the other possible cost, and some people really don't like this, but is that there are individual lightning lanes that you can purchase. So each park has one or two attractions that aren't included in the normal Genie Plus system. These are like the premier rides in the parks. You can buy individual lightning lane passes for those and the cost runs between seven and $25 a person. So it's a significant cost added onto the cost of your tickets. And there are ways to ride these rides without paying for it. But again, if this is your one shot to enjoy these attractions without kids, why not splurge in this area and ensure that you get to do what you want? Which leads us into our next tip, which is to spend on what you value. When you're planning this trip, you should plan it with your budget in mind, whatever that is, but splurge in areas or experiences that you wouldn't normally do with kids. So if you want to enjoy the dining or other adult entertainment and experiences, go for it. The nightlife at Disney World is something that's not talked about much on Disney blogs, but there are plenty of places to enjoy an adult beverage, including these insanely creative Disney-type drinks you won't find anywhere else. And there's plenty of places to relax without kids around. You can plan dining reservations. Maybe it's you want to order a cake. Disney has its own baking team that will bake you a cake to celebrate your experience. They also have unique experiences there. I think I saw that they do uh, a cake decorating at one of the resorts. That's pretty awesome. I actually was able to, the last time I was at Disney, when I was on my solo trip, 
I took part in a private tour where we got to go around to all four parks and pick specific rides and basically go in the back door and sneak onto all of the rides. It was so cool. During our anniversary trip, we booked a special experience. We attended Magic Kingdom 50th anniversary fireworks dessert party, where we were treated to this assortment of desserts and beverages and even had access to an exclusive viewing area for the fireworks show. Disney basically offers anything that you want. So when you're planning out your trip and you have a budget, spend on what you value. Do the things that you want to do. And that leads us into our next tip, which is do what you want. This is your trip. It's not mine. And it's not your friends or your parents or whoever else wants to give their opinion. Spend as much time or as little as you want doing Disney things. You know, if you want to rope drop and cram in as many rides as possible, go for it. If you want to take your time, do that. If you want to eat your way around the parks, sampling every Disney treat, do that. If you want to skip your kids' favorite attractions or you want to buy matching shirts, this trip is for you and you alone. And honestly, what I want you to do when you plan this trip is to take the tips from me and other creators that you like and want to do and throw the rest of the advice out. There's no right or wrong way to do Disney without kids. Sure, there are things that you can do to maximize your time, save money, avoid crowds sometimes, but this is your trip and it's not mine. Another tip is to have a plan, but leave room for magic. I'm obsessed with planning when we go to Disney World. You can ask my wife. Now you can visit the parks without a plan, but you're going to miss out on a ton and you're probably going to waste a ton of time and probably money doing so. What you want to do is do some advanced planning. Have some conversations with your spouse or partner or whoever you're going on a trip with. Talk about where you want to stay. What parks do you want to visit? What attractions do you want to ride the most? What do you want to experience during your trip? How much money do you want to spend? Come up with a basic plan and then work on booking anything that needs to be booked, like your hotel accommodations, dining reservations, buying tickets, airfare, whatever it is. But don't be so rigid in your trip that you don't leave room for spontaneity, for the unknown, for that Disney magic. And know this, you can't do everything. Visiting Disney World is like visiting New York City. There's just too much to see and do. And to try to pack it all into a few days or a week is impossible. So don't even try. Decide what's most important to you and plan accordingly. My last tip for you when planning a Disney trip without kids is don't forget to relax. The sights and the sounds and the smells of Disney are amazing. It's fun to experience all of the attractions, but don't forget to relax. Don't forget to stop and simply enjoy the fact that you're at Disney World. Don't forget to stop and enjoy being with the person that you're on the trip with. Don't forget to stop and grab a Dole Whip or a churro and sit and take a breath. People watch. Take your time. Take breaks. Head back to your room midday for a nap or a swim in the resort pool or just to escape the parks for a few hours. Everything will still be there when you start back up. If you're thinking about visiting Disney without kids, hopefully you learn something new. Thank you. 
We want to hear from you. What topics would you like to hear in upcoming episodes? Head over to FamilyMoneyAdventure.com and leave us a comment or message. If you like the show, let us know by leaving a rating or review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcast. It's time to take control of your money and pursue what you've always wanted. Until the next adventure.